Welcome back to Scarlet and Mays. The first real game of Big Ten football is upon us. But first, Zach, you watched Nebraska-Illinois. I did. Recap. Um, so my takes from it are Martinez is bad. Mm. He's an athlete, but he can't, he can't throw the ball. He's not consistently accurate like a Big Ten starting quarterback should be. And I don't think they're going to win a lot of games with him at quarterback. Um, the other thing is Scott Frost's his seat, his seat is very hot. They got they got to do something to turn turn it around, or he's not going to be there much longer. Dang. And then the last takeaway I had is the American Conference is not the Big Ten West because it does it's not easy to go fourteen and zero no matter where you are. And Scott Frost did that as a head coach, but he's just been awful at Nebraska in. I mean, you want, you want to blame recruiting from past coaches, but he's been. This is his fourth year now, so That's you can't wild. blame it anymore. Yeah. So going from one turd pile to another turd pile. Yeah. We're doing rapid fire for the turd pile of games uh, that are coming up. Basically, the games that aren't good, the games that we're not really probably gonna pay much attention to. First one. So we're just doing score. Temple at Rutgers. What do you got? I got uh, 23 to 13 Rutgers. Okay. I got Rutgers also 31 to 14. I, I will just say this. I love Shiano, and I love that hire that he's back there. I think that's super cool. I think you only like that because he was at Ohio State for a little bit, but that, that's fine. That might be true. West Virginia at Maryland. I got Maryland 45-34. Zach. Um, I have West Virginia winning this one. Shocker. I Interesting. Mean, I was thinking I'd go all Big Ten in the non-conference games, like because there's not really any like tough ones this week non-conference wise. But I'm gonna go with West Virginia and go 27 to 17. All right. Fordham at Nebraska. Is Nebraska gonna bounce back? Um, I think they do bounce back. Fordham didn't play a game last year, so that's just mm. and they're, they're, they they don't have the talent to keep up. I got 42 17 Nebraska. I got 31 13 Nebraska. Oregon State at Purdue. I got Purdue 38-21. I got Purdue 27-13. Okay. Last turd pile game of the week, Texas-San Antonio at Illinois. We talked how funny would it be if Illinois beat Nebraska and then lost. I have Texas-San Antonio 27-24. I did not go with the upset. As much as I wanted to, I... I just don't think like it's Big Ten. It's Brent Bielema. He he was a winner at Wisconsin in the Big Ten. He I got them twenty seven to three. It's Arthur Sitowski too, whatever. Uh, all right, moving on to the varsity games, the real games. <laughs> Ohio State at Minnesota Thursday at eight p.m. on Fox. Who do you got? I'll let you go first since you're the Ohio State guy. They're starting off on the road against the Big Ten team against. Minnesota, like it's a tough way to start the season. No matter what Big Ten team you're playing, it's on the road. You don't like it's just not fun. And you have a freshman quarterback playing. CJ Stroud would be interesting to see if he he won the job, so he's gotta be talented. That quarterback room is very talented. So but yeah, Ohio State also has the longest active winning streak on the road. So it's on the road, but they have the longest active winning streak in college football. So I got Ohio State fifty six to thirteen up big. Dang. All right. Uh, Minnesota, <clears throat> a.k.a. the only other team that Michigan beat last year other, <laughs> other than uh, Rutgers. Um, Tanner Morgan's back. He might look closer to his 2019 self than his 2020 self in 2021. But on Thursday night, I think he'll look more like 2019 
than 2020. However, Ohio State is uh, starting a new quarterback who will probably look more like a Heisman candidate in C.J. Stroud, right? Master Teague is back. Olave, Garrett Wilson, and the receivers are back. Here's my shocking pick. <laughs> Minnesota will lose 52-17. to 17. Wow. That's you like very it? similar. It's very close. Yeah. 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 Uh, Michigan State Northwestern, Friday, 9 p.m. on ESPN. Uh, I think they always play each other really tough, even if one of them is good, one of them is bad. Um, I think both teams suck, and I will be 100% locked into any other game. Northwestern's starting running back is out for the year. Michigan State, 24-20. What do you got? I feel like Northwestern is one of those teams that, like, They'll they'll be all right. They'll be all right. Then they'll have a really good year. Then they'll be all right. They'll be all right. Then they'll have a really good year. Well, mm -hmm. last year they had a really good year. They were in the Big Ten championship. I think that people are going to expect them to be decent again this year. And Michigan State is going to come out and beat them up. They're going to beat them thirty-eight to ten and fool everybody Dang. week one. But then I don't think Michigan State is going to have a good season. That's a lot of points for Michigan State. I mean, not total. Uh, Penn State at Wisconsin Saturday at noon on Fox. Who you got? Um, I, I really love James Franklin as a coach and they're, they're the, other than Ohio State, they're the most talented team in the Big Ten every year. But I think it, being at Wisconsin, they have their quarterback back and I think that, I think that Wisconsin gets it done at, on, at home. They win 41 to 22. 41-22. All right. I like it. Uh, I think both quarterbacks are overrated. I think Sean Clifford just isn't good. I think Graham Mertz had one crazy game and then dropped way off. I don't think Wisconsin is going to be a real challenge to the East champion. Uh, but I also don't think Penn State is going to be anywhere near to the, what? the East title. Oh. Wait, what did you just I'm say? I'm saying Wisconsin's not going to be a, a challenge in the Big Ten championship. Oh, you're saying that they're going to win the West, though. Maybe. Okay. Uh, anyways, Wisconsin 34-24. Okay. I'll go first. The next one, Western Michigan, Michigan, Saturday at noon on ESPN. Um, what I'm most interested in in this game as a Michigan fan is in how Michigan wins. Like, do they actually score? Do they uh, give up a lot of points against the not good Western team, right? I'm wondering if it's more like early Harbaugh tenure or like Middle Tennessee State a couple of years ago where it just seemed to linger. I kept waiting for them to uh, pull out and they – pull out ahead and they wouldn't um i'm stuck as a michigan fan in this uh battle between existential malaise and then what i'm calling the inevitable parasitic hope <laughs> my big question for the season will be if it looks like harbaugh gets another year or not or what week we're talking about potential replacements for him anyways uh <laughs> michigan 35 14 yeah so i mean Harbaugh has had good years, and he's had okay years. I think every year he starts out good, though. There's always that hype, and they don't ever they don't really use lose the first few games of the season, typically. And so I'm gonna like they're not gonna come out in against Western and like lay an egg or anything. It's not they're not gonna pull an Appalachian State here. <laughs> I think I think Michigan wins and wins big. They win 52 to three. Dang, I'll be happy if you're right. Uh, next one, Indiana, Iowa, Saturday at 3.30 on BTN. Who do you got? This is our game of the week, right? Oh, yeah, it is the game of the this week. This is our game of the week. So we're making a bet. Yep. 
whoever's, whoever's uh, point differential, whatever, is closer uh, wins. The loser has to buy the hottest wing from B-dubs and eat it at the end of next week's show. So, yeah. kick us off. I love Michael Penix. I think he's a great quarterback, and it was really sad to see him get hurt last year. And it'll be interesting to see him play on the road at Iowa, who always has a good defense. That being said, I think they're gonna have they're gonna they're gonna it's gonna be rough at the start of the game. They still have Ty Freifogel, but it'll be it'll be a rough start. I think I think Iowa jumps out to a big lead, but Indiana has a comeback and they win 31-28. I love this. We did not exchange picks before the show. So, all right, whatever. I don't have much faith in a sustained Indiana, even though I love Tom Allen. Indiana returns Penix, like you said, and Fry Fogel. I lived in Iowa for a bit, so this will be a good test if those friends are tuning in yet or not. I got Iowa 24-21. Wow. So we'll see who's uh, eating some garbage next week. <laughs> huh? uh, but So to start off the... Really start off the show, right? We're going over a few different predictions, big picture predictions. Uh, first one uh, we're doing are the final records for both Ohio State and Michigan. For Ohio State, this was really tough for me. I'll let you go first, though. Okay, I, I love Ohio State. They have a couple tough games this year. I mean, they play Penn State every year. Penn State's, like I said, they're really talented. They play Oregon this year. Oregon's got a great defense, and they return some really good guys. And I think those are the only two tests they really have on their schedule. And I think that they're going to pull it out. They'll win both those games, and they're going to go 12-0. Interesting. It's funny that you say that the only test when Michigan would have won the game last year had they played. <laughs> but I also have Ohio State 12-0. I don't really feel like I need an explanation. Yeah. It's just yeah. the, the reality that we live in. For Michigan, it was a little harder. Uh, I explained that tension a minute ago, but... I landed on – I was bouncing between 8-4, and 9-3. and three. I'm sticking my foot down at Michigan 9-3. and three. Yeah, I, I think that Michigan has a couple, t- couple tough games. Like they have to play at Wisconsin. They have to play at Penn State. They play Ohio State. They, they've got tough games that they – I just don't think that they can win, and I think that they'll drop a couple that they should win. And I think I – was, I was going back and forth between 6-6 six and 7-5. Six and seven and five. I think they'll land at 7-5. and five. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's I can't argue at all. Uh, top three finishers in each division. We're going to start at the bottom of each division. Start at the bottom of the West. My number three in the West, Purdue. Who you got? My number three in the West is Minnesota. All right. East, I got Penn State, number three. East, I also have Penn State, number three. Hey, there we go. Yeah. Uh, West, number two, I got Iowa. West, number two, I have Iowa. Oh, my goodness. Uh, East, number two, I have Michigan. Wow. East, number two, I have Indiana. It was a toss-up for me for two and three between Indiana and Penn State, but I think Penn State has the slightly tougher schedule, although Indiana has to go to Penn State. I think Penn State will end up being higher in the conference. All right. And then, like you, you caught on earlier when I mentioned Wisconsin, I have Wisconsin and then, obviously, Ohio State. Yeah, I have Wisconsin as well. I think, I think, I think Graham Mertz will be good, and I think Ohio State—they're just way too talented. They have more. They have eight top. They have more top player, top players in the NFL top 100 than any other any other school in college football. That includes Alabama and Clemson and 
they have the most, and that the rankings that just came out. Um, and since 2011, they have had the number one Big Ten recruiting class every year but one. So I just think the talent gap and Ryan Day has proved to be a great coach, not losing a regular season game so far. And mm. I think it's an easy pick to have Ohio State win the West. The East, East. Yeah. No, that's fair. Before we move on to the Big Ten Championship, I think I'm going to get some guff for having Michigan above three because even when they the year that they tied Ohio State for the East, the, the narrative was still Michigan can't get above number three in the East. I just have a few <laughs> stats to point out. Michigan, Penn State, Harbaugh, Franklin. Uh, so Harbaugh has a higher winning percentage against the top 25 than James Franklin and Penn State. Uh, Franklin and Harbaugh are basically the same on the road against top 25 teams, basically the same against top 10 teams. Harbaugh on the road overall is almost 10% better than James Franklin. Michigan with Jim Harbaugh is 3-2 and two against James Franklin's PSU, so winning the head-to-head -head battle. Right now, I feel like they're, they're very even, despite the narrative that Harbaugh's garbage and Franklin's still an elite coach, if you think that. And I think Harbaugh's actually a little bit better. I think, I think the narrative is there about like Penn State winning and James Franklin being better because I think Penn State has won more of those really big games. And I don't know the stats off the top of my head. I could yeah. be lying. Like You said the top 25 stat, and I mean, I think it makes sense. Michigan wins some top 25 games. They just don't win top 10 games. Mm -hmm. And I think Penn State's won a few, if I remember correctly, when James Franklin has been there. The, the big swing was the Ohio State-Penn State game with the blocked punt that got returned. Yeah. So Franklin has that win over Ohio State where Harbaugh does not. Yeah. Big picture, the issue I don't think is – the, the issue is that Michigan's measuring stick isn't Penn State. So yeah. I just did, laid it out like Penn State versus Michigan. The measuring stick is Ohio State for Michigan, yeah. and since 2016, Michigan's been miles away. I do, I do think Penn State is better at getting talent and better at retaining talent than Michigan, though. Fair and enough. we see Zach Charbonnet going for like 100-some yards. Uh, so big on, ten <laughs> on what, like, he had like five carries for like hundred yards. Yeah, like seventeen yards a carry. That that was one that hurt. I was happy to see him do well. Yeah, I like Charbonnet. Uh, big Ten championship. I have a feeling we have the same prediction here. Ohio State over Wisconsin. Yeah, I have Ohio State over Wisconsin. Fantastic. It won't, uh, be, it won't be close. Yeah, be this close. will hopefully be a weekly segment, depending on uh, if we get viewer submitted questions. But we did this week. We have three. The first one is. Playoff prediction, which was not submitted in a question form, but we will allow it. Uh, our playoff prediction. I have. We're we gonna do. We should do this the, the way we did the. Um, the so one team at a time. Yeah, or four, team, three, one, two, one. Yeah, four, three, two, one, and okay. we'll go back and forth. All right, Oklahoma number four. Okay, so my number four is. I mean, it's a bit of a shocker. They're a top ten team, but I don't think a lot of people have them in their playoff. I've got North Carolina. Oh my goodness! I think I feel. I felt like I had to go with one wild card team, and I think Sam Howell's really good, and I, I think Mac Brown's a good coach. Let's and go Mac so Brown. I got North Carolina making it as the four seed. I like it. I didn't like that. I have what you'll see. Uh, number three, Ohio State. I've got I've got Ohio State as the three seed as well. All right. Alabama number two. I've got Alabama number two as and well. Clemson number one. I've got Oklahoma as the number one seed. No Clemson. No Clemson. Oh my gosh. I think they I think they struggle without Trevor Lawrence. They couldn't win with 
I, I can't say his name right. That's I, all right. I'll get it right someday, but I'll yeah. say it on here. But their quarterback last year, I get, he was a freshman, but he couldn't win at Notre Dame. I don't think I, – I think it's – I think they have an off year this year. They're not going to lose, like, five games, but they'll lose a couple. One loss can knock right. them out. Right. Yeah. No, that's fair. Uh, the other question, do you think Scott Frost the turd just passed Harbaugh for the hottest coaching seat? So uh, – as a Michigan fan, I'm obviously not satisfied with Jim Harbaugh, especially after last year. However, let's be clear, I'm unsatisfied with Harbaugh being 49 and 22. Scott Frost is 12 and 21. It's it's not apples to apples here. Right. Yeah, I I think but the question is the seat hotter for sure. Like although like if Harbaugh doesn't beat Michigan it doesn't beat Ohio State this year, he I think he should be fired, and if he's not, I don't know what <laughs> Michigan is doing, I, and I don't think he will beat Ohio State this year. Um, I do think that Scott Frost is on his way out. He he would have to go 37-1 and one in his next 38 games to ha- match Harbaugh's rec- current record at Michigan. Dang. I mean, that doesn't go with the narrative, but okay, I appreciate the facts there, Zach. Yeah. I really do. That sounded sarcastic. I wasn't sarcastic. <laughs> Uh, last one, C.J. Stroud is the starter for Ohio State Game 1. Cade McNamara is the starter for Michigan Game 1. Do Quinn Ewers or J.J. McCarthy play meaningful time this year? If so, who plays first? Zach, what do you think? Um, I think uh, with my prediction of a 7-5 and five Michigan, I think that they're going to struggle at times, and I think it could be Cade McNamara's fault. It might not be so, but I think it's more likely – that J.J. McCarthy sees the field first in a meaningful in meaningful downs than uh, Quinn Ewers. Because I think that quarterback room is also very talented, and Quinn Ewers isn't even the second string at this point. Yeah, but, he yeah. didn't enroll early. He just showed up. J.J. McCarthy did enroll early. Depth yeah, chart if is, you don't know who they are, yeah. Quinn Ewers is the number one overall. He was the number one overall recruit for the 2022 recruiting class, but with the new NIL deals, he reclassified and became a freshman at Ohio State instead of being a senior in high school, he reclassified like two weeks ago. Yeah. Maybe three weeks ago. Whatever it was. And then J.J. McCarthy is also a five-star. Yep. Uh, The only thing about J.J. McCarthy that bums me out at this point is that uh, McCaffrey transferred because they could have had McCaffrey, McNamara, and McCarthy. But whatever. Uh, I'm sort of right on the same page with you. I think J.J. McCarthy plays – uh, if it's not due to performance, it'll probably be due to injury. Um, we'll see. Either way, it will probably not be fun for me as a Michigan fan. <laughs> so, whatever. Well, but. thanks for watching. Like always, like and subscribe, or follow us anywhere you get your podcasts. See you next time. <laughs>